Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. The session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is May 5th, 2023. The time is about uh, May 5th, 2022. The time is about 11.30. I'm Reddy. MPSV has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Bikram? Hi, this is Bikram here. Yes, Bikram. Um... Hi, uh, I am from Dallas itself. Uh, should I ask my question? Yes, the Murat is very good. Hi, Rahul. So I'm watching your uh, shows in TV Asia, but I have a mm-hmm. question like regarding the filing date prediction. I know it's a prediction, but what's your prediction until October of 2022? What? How long the EB2 or EB3 filing date can move? It, de- it depends on how many they adjudicate the application applications though. So we don't know, we'll get the data next year. Uh, sorry, next in the month of June, we'll get the data. How much they are adjudicating. Any prediction because my date is August 2015. Let's do, I'll put $5. I want you to put $5. <laughs> let's go to the parrot guy and let's predict it. Next person, please. Don't ask me this question. Okay. Please. Thank you. Sorry oh, about that. Oh no. Hello. Uh, Hi, Rahul. Yes. Um, this is Unu. Um, so I have my uh, priority date, uh, November uh, 2014. And uh, uh, in 2020, I downgraded to EB3 and I got my advanced parole and uh, EAD. So now uh, uh, my uh, priority date is like current uh, for filing dates in uh, EB2. So I have that also. Uh, which one do you suggest? Like, you know, should I interfile it or... Uh, refile it uh, altogether to take advantage of uh, uh, um, the CB2 uh, dates movement. Yeah, I, w- I want you to watch this, which we made about two months ago, the video. And after, okay. uh, and after that, you make it. It's only the question that you asked, though. We answered it in, ten, in 20 minutes. Or too many pluses and minuses. Uh, I'm unable to send to everybody, uh, Gayatri, can you check what's going on? Um, so I, uh, uh, there's a 20-minute question and answers on that, though. Just that okay. question that you asked. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, one I'm more real... question, uh, Rahul. Mm-hmm. So once we get, uh, like, you know, say if we refile it, um, uh, we will get the advanced parole and EAD and EB2 also. So at that time, like, you know, which one uh, we, we should be using? Like, uh, should we use the EB3? They may or... deny your EAD and AP under EB, uh, EB2, saying okay. that you already have it. In that case, it belongs to both the things. You can tell that it's for EB2 and it's EB3. Oh, okay. okay, sure. Yeah, thank you. Alok? 
Hi, thank you. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I had a question. So my H4 EAD expired in October 2020, and I was out of the country. I've recently come back uh, in the in, in the states, and I've I've applied for H4 EAD in March 14th. So can I work in the meantime, or no? No, no. Your EAD extension must have been filed before it expired. So that didn't happen. So you're not eligible for that 540 day rule. Okay, and then I'm into IT. I'm uh, so can I uh, can I do uh, expedite request? Uh, uh, my company is telling me to you join. Can, back and you, you know. can do expedite request, but I don't know how the system works. I don't know how to make the system expedited system work. If okay. I do, then I will have for everybody. Then. Okay. Next so have question. you seen for IT any any uh, any expedite getting passed? 2% of the people will get it. I've had people who were, before this medical emergency came in, I had people who had surgery scheduled. They are doctors and their surgery scheduled with the patients that they've been seeing for a long time. They did not approve. For some people who are housewives, the expiratory thing approved. I don't have a clue. Next person, please. Ram? Hi. Uh, I had a quick question on the EAD card for uh, moving to a different employer. Right now, I have an EAD card, but still I want H-1B. After six months, if I want to move to a new employer, what will happen to my underlying 485? After six months of filing the 485, you want to move to a different employer. It will Under continue. EAD. It will continue. So do the, does the new employer have to file a 485J or no? It's recommended, but a lot of companies nowadays are not filing. They're only filing when there's an RFE or when you get an interview. That's up to you, though. And then I don't have to go back to my previous employer unless the situation is really bad. I can continue working with my new employer, right? Absolutely right. I don't see any situation where you have to go to the previous employer. And then I'm on H-1B right now. I can keep continuing on H-1B and meet the six-month requirement, right? The 180-day rule, right? Or should I convert to EAD for the 180-day rule? No, you don't have to. You 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 don't have to convert into EAD for the 180-day rule. Once the 180-day rule is passed, if you want to go join a new employer, you can still use a H-1B to join a new employer. Still, you are your 485 will continue. You can either use the EAD or not use the EAD. That's up to your option. Yeah, my new employer. I don't think he's going to file a H-1. They want me to. That's come fine. Go use the EAD. Okay. Okay. So that should not be next, a problem. Next. Yeah. Next person, please. Thank you. Sir. Hi, Mr. Reddy. I'm an F1 student and I've just got my OPT approved. So I'd like to establish a tech startup uh, and work with another person. So I just wanted to know, you know, it says that I have to prove that I'm actively engaged in the business. So I was just wondering how I can prove that and whether you have any uh, recommendations for the company structure as such. The, the, Optional practical training is mm -hmm. given so that you are going to be working in the profession for which you got the bachelor's, bachelor's or master's degree for. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to be starting up the company, that contradicts the optional practical training though. Mm -hmm. If you're working for the company, startup company, that's fine. But if you are going to take the management role of the company, that is not part of the optional practical training for which you have been given. Okay. Sure. Okay. Next person, please. 
Varun Kumar. Thanks for your time. Um, I have uh, my I forty five pending uh, for me and my wife. Uh, I went through you actually, and but mm-hmm. my EAD and uh, travel is approved, and we are planning to go to India in the time frame of June, July, August. And Did you say your I one forty is not approved? I one forty no, I was I forty forty five pending, but EAD and travel is approved. What about the I one forty? That's approved already. Yeah, that okay. was approved a long time back. Okay. So, 480 pay is pending. Travel and EAD is approved, and we are going to come back from India uh, using the EAD and travel. Uh, the question is like, we are going to come back in August, but my wife's Indian passport is going to expire in the month of September. Mm-hmm. Um, so, when I enter, her I-94 will be given only for a month, or can I extend the passport, get a new passport, um, and then go go to India and come back? um since she is going to come back and advance for also okay um mm-hmm. they will they will uh, it doesn't matter when they give the annuity for expiration though her uh, previous 797 of the h4 will be valid okay but the best okay. thing is that mm-hmm. why can't you get it extended and go that will be resolve all the problems the passport right yeah in due time you do it in one day the- Yes, sir. if I apply today, I can apply that call and then get it done in Houston itself. But yeah. thing is, like, will that affect the four eighty five application? Because we are given the current no, it will not. number in that. No, it will not affect the four eighty five application. That's what I need. Yeah, Perfect. thank you. We have a different. We have a different conference call. You should try to use the Zoom call that we have every Thursday at one forty five. If you don't know about it, um, you can send an email. We'll send you the link to you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. that's for our clients only wamshi yeah <clears throat> hi uh i hope you can hear me now yes go ahead oh hey uh i was working on h1b and i applied for eb3 based 485 and uh, after 6 months of waiting i traveled to india like 2 weeks ago after i arrived in india my 485 got approved and my card mm-hmm. was dispatched to my home address in the united states so right now i'm in india and my green card is dispatched to my home address in the united states so how should i come back good for you congrats and um, thank you let me you have the advance parole or you have the h1b passport stamp though h1b uh, visa stamp okay if you have somebody mail that green card that's fine you can use that you can even come on h1b also okay Okay. And okay. you can tell them that my green card is approved, but it is not in hand. I traveled on mm-hmm. this one. You will be fine. Okay, so it's not considered as have, abandoned. We, no, you're good. No, it's not considered as abandoned. You'll be good. We had so many people travel in a similar situation. We never had any trouble, except that they will take you to a small room, make you wait for extra fifteen minutes, and then let you go. Got it. Okay. Once I arrive, I also have a job offer in hand. So after I arrive to the United States, will there be any issue if I switch to a new employer, or is it better to? Once you come into United States, you can flip a burger in McDonald's. You can be a Microsoft CEO. Next person, please. Or do nothing. Inder. 
Hi Rahul, thank you for taking my call. So uh, I actually have a approved uh, uh, approved 140 with my previous employer prior to date February 2015 EB2, and uh, I'm working with a different employer now who actually tried February, to February what February what 2015. Uh huh. In EB2, and uh, mm -hmm. now I'm working with a different employer who applied my perm, but uh, they got an audit on the perm so uh, they got audit in december 2021 and uh, responded on uh, in uh, january 2022 we haven't received any response from uscis uh, so i'm actually looking for uh, potential opportunities like should i stay with my employer wait for the perm to be cleared or uh, or basically my employer is not willing to share any perm audit details with me uh, because they say that uh, the audit was related to the company information and uh, and they actually they applied what what about the previous company that you had the i uh, the previous company though what happened with the previous company i just left that company after some Did, time can so you can, can you get in touch with them uh yeah i can uh, i mean i, I uh, what is your suggestion i'm sorry I, that was a uh, full time opportunity with uh, umbrick corporate quest diagnostics so if I need to move to that company, then uh, I'll have to, I'll have to go back and I don't know I'm I'm not sure because I I changed the location of the com uh, of the com I mean my location also along with my job. So. Okay, yeah, you may want to consider that contacting them if the practice becomes current. This is not a right time for you to change the jobs for sure though. The only job that I can think about changing is going back to Quest Diagnostics. Okay, but uh, uh, how about staying with my current employer? Is is it good or not? You don't have an option. Beggars don't have. Because at this point of time, I would not change the company right now. Because if you go join some other company, you don't know how long it's going to take for you to get the labor certification. At least there is a 50% certainty where you are right now, is right? I'm sorry. There is a 50% certainty where you are right now that your labor may be approved in the next two to three months. Okay, that that that's what I'm asking. So, what are the chances of approval? Is the I don't know. It's we're, we're looking at the dark, okay. right? We don't know what's in there. If Basically, we went to, I I I don't know the auditors, right? So we at least there is a 50% chance it may be approved in the next one month. Yeah, like there under there, these under these conditions, I will not leave the job except going back to the old company. Okay, there were 15 people in total who got the audit who were applied together, so. Ah, that doesn't sound good at all. Okay, that, that is what I wanted to know, okay. That, that doesn't, doesn't sound good at all. That doesn't sound good at all. That really does not good sound at all, though. So you may want to have a private consultation with a lawyer, okay? And the lawyer in our office will be Crystal Alinas. She's very good in the poem labor, okay? Next person, please. Thank you very much. Manasa. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, uh, my question is, currently I'm on H-1B uh, visa and uh, completing six years in uh, next uh, one month. My perm is still in progress. Uh, like they've just filed my uh, PWD for now. Uh, six months, uh, sorry, sorry. When is your six years expiring? Uh, it's on May 23rd. May 23rd, of which yeah. year? Of this year, like uh, in next uh, fifteen. Do you have a H four? Do you have a H four option? 
Yes, yes, I do have because my husband is on H1 right now. So what I'm thinking is I'm thinking to travel back to India and then get the H4 stamping done and get back. So my question here is uh, when I come back on H4 uh, here, so is there any uh, issue while filing my I-140? No. Because my I-94 is going to change, right? So No, no, you're fine. Uh, and, also I, and also my manager is okay for me working from here for some time, like staying here for two months, working for India. He's kind of okay. That's not but okay. I'm just concerned, yeah. No, I, I no, that's, just, not that's not legal. Okay, I can just take leaves, right? And come back. Yeah, that's better. Or okay. you can go in India and continue working though. That's up to you. Yeah, but my husband is going to be here. So I just have an option to come no. back on. I know, but you can get the H4 stamp. That's the first thing you do. You can mm -hmm. sit down in India and work for a while in mm -hmm. India. Mm -hmm. Once you're, and that, that you can do, but you cannot sit here and work for India, okay? Okay, but I can take a leave and come back uh, on H4 here, right? That should not be a problem. Uh, yeah, while that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's fine. Yeah. Okay, next Thank person. Thank you so much. Shri Devi. Hi Rahul, thank you for taking my question. Uh, I'm on H4 EAD and my H4 EAD expires on June 7th of the this year, 2022. And my husband's H1B extension is renewed and is valid until 2025. And uh, my H4 EAD extension requests uh, have been filed on time. And in order to have H4 EAD automatic ex extension, I would need a valid I-94. So for that, do you recommend crossing the border by land to Mexico and, and um, so that my current, I can get an, an expiry? We prefer you, we prefer that you, you fly, but if you don't have that option, driving is better than not doing anything. Okay. Um, so uh, how complicated or um, how, how smooth is the process? I want you to watch this video of 10 minutes describing okay. all the process. Uh, it's about, if you, if you fly though, the success rate is about 97 to 98%. If you drive, the success rate is about 60 to 70%. Okay. okay. If and you drive, don't come back in two hours, at least spend three, four hours. There, okay. Yeah, of course. It's okay. To, uh, okay. I'll watch the video. I just want to ask, I had one more question. Um, so would there be any problem of getting stuck or something? That is the only concern I have. Never. As long as you're coming back before June 5th, you're fine. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you for your time. Next person. Never. Nobody got stuck. Next person, please. Durga Suresh. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking the question. So, <clears throat> so my situation is actually I have uh, filed my H1B petition with one sponsor. I'm in India right now. So, mm -hmm. and then the lottery got picked up uh, and uh, I've informed my employer and uh, they are ready to file my L1. Uh, so uh, my question is, uh, is it legal to process both H1 and L1 together? Just in case, uh, because I was a little skeptical about the L1 thing, because it's little kind of moving slow. So is it yeah. legal to- If both that? of them have been filed at the same time, will it cause any problem for you? No, absolutely not. Okay. So if yes, uh, then I mean, yes, since it's yes, uh, so if I go with L1 in, into US and then if H1B gets approved, will that be again a problem? No, it's not a problem. Okay. If I were Until you, I'm... I would like to have both the options open. 
Oh, okay. So I can process both, right? Yeah. Okay. Next, thanks, thanks. next person, please. Kolli. Hi, Rahul. Um, so this, this is my scenario. I applied for 485 October, 2020. I got mm -hmm. my EAD uh, last, last July and it's valid till next uh, next year, July, which is to 2023, July, right? Uh, my H4 EAD, uh, I'm on H4 EAD and my wife is on H1. Uh, it's expiring this November. We are planning to renew uh, the H4 EAD and the H1, of course. Um, so my question is if the H4 EAD uh, expires, will that cancel my advanced parole and, and the green card EAD or will that be okay? It's the H4 EAD expires. What's the question? Will it cancel so what? I'm planning to renew my H4 EAD, which expires this November. Uh, if I renew right. it, will mm -hmm. it and, kind and of negate the uh, advance parole, which is expiring next year? No, both will be going parallelly. Okay, so advance, if I have to travel and come back in advance parole, that's fine. Next, yeah, you can. eventually. Yeah, you Got can. It. Okay. Just because you got an EAD extension approved doesn't invalidate the adjustment of status EAD or advance parole. Okay, that's perfect. Good to know. Thank you so much. Next person, please. Andre. Hey, hello. Um, thank you for doing this free consultation, actually. Uh, it's very helpful for everyone. But um, So I'm a new student in OPT, finishing July the 30th right now. Um, me and my colleague, me and my boss over here at the company, we applied for the H-1B first lottery and my name wasn't drawn. So mm -hmm. I'm trying to see my options right now. What should I do? Maybe go back to school or wait Wait, 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 wait. Did you say you applied for the H-1B? So you're telling me you did not get selected in the lottery? No, the first one, no. And I don't know if it was the second lottery okay. or no. And when is your OPT expiring? It's July the 30th. And you're not eligible for STEM extension? STEM extension, according with my DSO at the school. No, the program, he said, um, that wasn't accredited. Yeah, if you want to stay in this country, you will have to enroll back in the school though. Okay, it's good to know. Okay, but I okay. want you to understand one thing is that for people who are not Indian nationals or born in India, the green card process is very fast. You may want to consider your employer to file a green card process skipping away completely the H-1B process though. Because even if you wait for next year, you still wait for the lottery, you may get the lottery or not. And the priority dates for non-Indian nationals is current. That's very good to know. That's very good to know. Yeah. I should consider that. Indeed. Yeah, think of directly filing green card though, okay? We don't advise the same thing for Indian nationals because for them, the waiting period is seven, eight years. So they have to stay on a non-immigrant visa for that long. For you guys, it's not there. Okay? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Saujanya. Hey, Rahul. Uh, I have two questions. And the first question is, uh, with company A, priority date is uh, January 2012. And my husband changed the company. And by labor approval time, EB3 was current. And they filed his green card with EB3. Filed 485, 765, 131 in August 2021. No EAD, no AP issued yet. And uh, last month, again, we changed it to EB2. 
new with the new I mean, you you filed for the upgrade in the oh you just filed i140 eb2 yes i140 okay. eb2 in uh, april uh, my attorney said we don't have to apply for i485j i'm not sure whether it is true or not just uh, she sent letter First of saying all, did you did you got the i140 approved yes and uh, uh, we are wondering how it how to know it is linked to the new i140 like we applied for 485765 no, in august no, no file for 85j supplement oh is that mandatory okay uh, attorney is it's not mandatory but they're telling us to do it they're telling if you want to upgrade it do this one if we do all the things what they tell us to do it there is a chance they may approve it if we do it if we if they tell us to do it and we don't do it they won't approve it can we do it on our own or do we need attorney or company to do company has to sign the 485j supplement 485j supplement what they are saying is if we are going to uh, link to the previous i140 then only i485j is needed but yeah okay that is first question no. i'll check with attorney and second question is i have my own h1 and my priority date is uh, 2015 january and attorney is saying already i am a part of my husband's green card they don't want to file green card for me so is that i i don't need i would not file for it for you because if if the filing date becomes current i'm not going to file for you okay but my husband's is current it's not moving that is another thing i have one more question i'll make it real quick i have aged out kid he is 23 years old we moved here when he was 9 he is on f1 and opt now two times he did not get h4 ಹೀಲೇಶ್ Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, I have filed, uh, I have received my GC EAD card, but I have not received the 797 GC approved notice. Why do you need it? Oh, I, okay. I thought like my, it might be something like in process. Like it might no, be you don't need it. And the advanced payroll also like I have not received anything like whether it is approved or not, nothing. nothing. Yeah, sometimes they are approving the EAD first and delaying the advance for i don't know why they are doing it but yeah, it will come eventually okay so that 797a should not like that is not mandatory it's not needed at all okay. we don't even give it to our clients because they try to use that as an ead which is not so okay. you don't need that next okay. person please yeah thank you sir sushmita hi uh, i have one quick question regarding mm-hmm. my extension uh she, she was travel first time in uh, to us in 2020 and uh, that time due to covid we got her extension but she stayed only for uh, 20 days and mm-hmm. late now this year also we are planning to go for the extension because wait, wait. The, where is the person right now she's here she's here don't try to keep on extending these things though because uh it's not advisable to keep filing extensions okay so she has a written date on june 1st so 
she can stay here by june 15th so uh, wait 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 when is the six i need to expiring uh like uh, i think uh, june 15th is her uh, expiry date and she is living on june 1st yes i would recommend let her live before before the i94 expires we do not advise people filing the b2 extensions okay thank you thank you so much next next person please manasa mamata sorry mamata hey uh, good morning so uh, i'm mamata i'm on stem opt right now so i'm working on two jobs and i have entered those two jobs on my i20 my h1 got picked recently and i want to uh, you know start processing for h1 uh, do i need to stop working for one job or can i work for two jobs until uh, september because until 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 september you can work for two jobs are you in cap cap no i mean okay. i don't know what when it, no when is your stem extension expiring uh, next year june okay so you're not in uh, you can continue until september mm-hmm. two jobs mm-hmm. yeah officially wait, like wait yeah. wait 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 from october 1st also you can continue with the two jobs i'll tell you how first get the h1b approval with company a mm-hmm. which you are working Mm-hmm. and once you get the h1b approval from company a company b can file a h1b for you mm-hmm. on october 1st okay saying it's concurrently filed h1b you know what that is uh, i i'm not sure about that but i heard about it so, so you can work for two companies on h1b okay so it won't be any problem if there will be two jobs and i continue with the processing of h1b right that's right ma'am until september you can after october 1st you follow this other thing but i send it to you right now right. i sent a video to you okay so that like practi- there may be rfp for no no just because you're working for two companies no okay. you already listed them for you're working for two companies absolutely not okay. wrong nothing okay. wrong Okay, thank you. Thank you. I'll go with the last caller today, guys. Ayaz. Hi, uh, thank you, Rahul. Thank you for your time. Uh, I am here in US. Uh, I am um, on F1 right now. I have exhausted my visa, but I'm uh, legal here on uh, CPT right now. This year, my H1B got picked. So my question is, since I have been here in the US for uh, six years and I've used my partial opt due to uh, my college lost, lost accreditation uh, so my h1 got picked i was wondering um, if um, that could be a problem that i have used my partial opt and also over one year of uh, cpt while i'm applying for um, h1b you mean to say that the university that what what university is this so acct it, it got it lost its accreditation back in 2016 after that i finished two masters from accredited university uh, so current my last masters is finished from accredited university so i have used more than one year of cpt so would that be a problem when i apply for uh, h1b this year 
there is always a chance they may ask those questions i mean they may deny the h1b i94 that the h1b will be still be approved for you okay. at the most if they think that you violated the status at any point of time in your f1 they will deny the change of status but they will still approve the h1b you'll have to go outside the country to get the stamping Sure. So with my in 2019, I was uh, reinstated. I went to Mexico and came back. So currently, I have a new service record. Uh, my previous uh, service record is gone because I am currently legal. I have gone and come back in 2019. If you are currently, currently legal, they will approve it. But still, there is a CPT. You never know. They may still send you to India. But okay. right now, under your conditions, what you need to do is that file a change of status. If they issue an RFE, you answer it. At the most, you will have to go to India. Sure. Thank you so much, Indik, for your time. Thank you, guys. Next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the people. I have another conference call, uh, Zoom call that I have to take, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.